0: Hey, it's Jeff with Half-Ass Gaming. Just wanted to talk to you a little bit about what's going on. Um, Just recently released the Back in the Saddle post. Um, You may have seen a bunch of work been going on on the Retinuer. Um, Still working on a little bit. A couple of pieces on the Conestoga wagon, the Quick Draw. Um, I want to get some skins on there to make it feel like uh, you're pulling some manufacturer's Stuff around if you want. Um, there's going to be a bunch of new options with cargos, um, so that you could actually put the um, either the side kit or the Conestoga on instead of having a visible load, so that it will kind of change the uh, kind of change how it looks for you if if you want to. Because realistically, you don't drive around with the Conestoga um, visible necessarily all the time. You might just drive, drive around with the flat and then convert it into a Conestoga when you need to. Um, so I'm going to create a new uh, body type that you can... Everything will just go onto the flatbed um, and then be covered up by the Conestoga when you're pulling it, but also be able to haul all the SCS, um, you know, side kit loads and stuff like that, so, um, I'm just trying to create more options, um, for folks, because I know that, you know, there aren't many cargos available for the trailer, and I am trying to come up with other ones. Um, I don't want to just throw on SCS stuff necessarily. I mean, obviously it's lower poly, so it's easier to use and and uh, less impact to the uh, you know less impact to the performance of the game. But I don't want to just only do SCS loads. But I am finding things like Serious Mods has pointed me toward things on the map. That could be pulled as loads. So, um, unfortunately, nobody is going through the um, all the uh, doing all the work to find out where those things are. That is something that I have to do. Uh, he sent a whole bunch of pictures about uh, on the forum about like this is where this is, you know. But that doesn't tell me what the name of the thing is in the hierarchy of the directory structure. So you still have to like load everything into Blender, see if it's in that particular thing, and if it's not, then you basically wipe that out, start over again, import the next thing. So it takes a lot of time to come up with those things. That's why you guys ended up with the dumpsters. Um because those were easy. That was like the first thing on one of the maps that I or not one of the maps, but one of the um, uh, one of the prefab like locations, so like one of the buildings has the dumpsters uh, in the back of it. So that was easy, you just take the dumpster off, delete everything else and now you're ready to go. You can throw those right on the trailer um, and you're you're in business, you know, so um, those kind of things I'm looking for, like the types of loads, so there's a lot of palletized stuff that is not being actually pulled as a cargo, so I'm trying to find those things that he's so nicely like taken pictures of and And kind of uh, discovered in the landscape, and maybe get those going for you guys on uh, loads. But again, it takes a lot of time. That's a lot of like research goes into figuring out where that actually is on the. You know, you can tell me what building it is, but that has no bearing on what the name of it is. It doesn't say the name of a building, it will say like Building One or you know, Steel Company 2, or whatever. So if there's four Steel Companies, like, how they look on the outside, I'll, I'll have to import all four of them, maybe, before I find the thing that I'm looking for. So that's just that kind of part, and it's not, that's not something I do every day. Um, I'm trying to keep up on updating. Obviously, 1.49 just came out, so I'm trying to negotiate that and keep that, uh, all my stuff up to date. There wasn't really too much I had to change, there's an issue with the dashboard UI, um, which I have which I had to fix on the Edison. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. That other Corey had to fix, and then I, uh he helped me with that, obviously, because I didn't write any of the dashboard dashboard config for the Edison, so that is not my doing. Um But yeah, so he fixed that up for me. We uploaded that. I got that sorted on the workshop so um it didn't disappear. Um but, yeah, so I'm really um, trying to get into, like, what's next. And right now um, I need to make new trailer cables for the uh, Tridem Edison because they're too short. Uh, I was trying to use the straight cables, and they really look funny uh, stretched out to the max. So i got to figure those out. Also, I have to um, do some more work on the Retinuer, on the um, Quick Draw. Like I said, the uh, Conestoga. I have to get that going so the patrons can pick that up. And then I'm gonna work on the uh, Freightliner because uh, I had a gentleman who actually gave me the train horns that are on the um, uh, that are on the Edison. Uh, that they showcased there um, he actually designed those for me uh, and I put them in on that truck, his name is Night Freighter um, he sent me a bunch of emails with all the different stuff that he's done for the uh, Freightliner as well so I'm going to incorporate, start incorporating his stuff um, get him on the list of uh, releases there um, because he's made some pretty awesome stuff and I definitely need to get it out to you guys um, I've actually recently been working uh, with 850 modding, which I know you guys, if you know me, you probably have seen his stuff. Um, I've helped him a little bit along with uh, fish pants modding, Uh, um, has helped uh, uh, 850 modding, his name's Linus, Um, with a bunch of his stuff. He just first in-gamed his first truck, he's been working on animations, he's done all kinds of stuff, so... Um, in return, I asked him for a little help on the chrome. So he, he, he makes his chrome look uh, pretty pretty good and uh, a lot better than mine, for sure. So um, I'm going to put some of his tricks to the test here, and we're going to see what we can come up with with some chrome action um, on, on stuff. So I'm going to be changing the chrome on basically everything that has chrome on it. So the Marmon, uh, the Freightliner the, um, CBE, and the, uh, Edison, and the 3XX, uh, version 2. Now, version 2 took a way, way back seat since, like, last year, when, um, I think it was the Freightliner got finished, if I recall correctly, and so 3XX version 2 took a super back seat, Um, I did some really cool stuff with, uh, version 2, I haven't done the headlights, of course, for the 357 version of it yet and all that, so it's not, like, fully functional, um, I mean, you can still haul stuff with it, but the 357 is not, it doesn't have headlights realistically right now, so it kind of looks weird, um, but I have a lot of ideas for that, and how I've incorporated how the um, the hood looks and everything like that is much different than I did it in the original 3XX, and I really want to continue incorporating that. Um, and as you know, it's going to stay the 48-inch um, sleeper uh, for a long time, because that's how the truck was initially designed, it wasn't really meant to have uh, uh, day cab 36, 48, uh, 63 flat, and 63 uh, stand-up, I, I wasn't meaning for it to have all of those, but I knew that if I was going to discontinue the 377, um, I was basically going to have to include those, because people are going to be looking for that, uh, because that's what they liked about the 377 originally. So, um, I'm really excited about the work going on with that, um, and I'm excited to actually get back into it, but I really want to get the freightliner, uh, I want to get the retinue done, and then I want to get the, uh, the freightliner, those parts added to it, um, spruce up the chrome, and, uh, Looks like there's, like, some window reflectivity issues. So I want to deal with that as well. Um, so, yeah, so a b- bunch of things coming down the pipe, but I'm, I'm getting excited about it uh, because I've started to find some time and I've realized what works for me now. And uh, when I get out of work, I am done. I don't want to work anymore. So I'm trying to get up in the morning... And concentrate on giving like a good half hour, 45, an hour to these things, so I can uh, make it make a small dent, even just a small dent, so I can get things rolling um, on pieces when I'm fresh. You know, when you when I come home from work and I start doing more work, I, I'm just kind of burnt, and um, I make a lot of mistakes, and I. Um, I'm constantly just fixing the mistakes instead of just building stuff and making it work. Uh, so it becomes like counterproductive, you know, you spend a lot of time like doing a thing and then you realize that you've done something wrong and now you have to go back and like, it's not, it doesn't take forever, but it's just not a good use of time. You know, I, I, my mind's not fresh. I'm not like paying close attention all the time to what I'm doing so that really hurts the uh, really hurts what I am trying to do with the project when I have a limited amount of time anyway and then half the time I'm spending like fixing something stupid that I made a mistake on um, which you know shouldn't have been an issue to start with so like I said uh, I'm getting a little I'm getting a little bit excited about it um, because, uh, things are starting to really, you know, come together. Um, so I'm, I'm really, I'm really, you know, excited about, uh, furthering, uh, what's going on, uh, on the patron, Patreon and the, uh, and my public stuff. I'm, I've got a new public trailer that I'm going to put out. I've, um, uh, actually gone through Substance Painter and learned that a little bit. Um, to make some textures for this particular trailer. Um, So it was my first test to see if I could make stuff not just, like, bog-standard, you know, bog-standard SCS-looking textures and stuff. Um, Not looking, but, like, they're plain textures. So these are going to be actually textured um, in the shapes of the things and not, like, just some generic thing that I've had to remap everything around or whatever. So yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm really looking forward to uh, using Substance Painter more um, now that I have a little bit better understanding of what it can do and how it works. So um, look forward to that, and uh, and as usual, uh, really appreciate you guys um, following me through uh, quite a long and Uh, strenuous um, uh, part of doing the Edison. Um, And I I know I'm beating this to death, but I've probably spent... The amount of time I spent on that Edison was probably more than I spent on uh, like the first release of the 3XX. Like, not with all the not with all the sleepers and stuff, but, like, when I first released the 3XX, um, you know, it was a good number of hours, but the Edison was way over, way, um, I would say probably 20 to 30 hours a week for two months, three months, two months, at least two months. Um, and again, it was just because that's, that's what i that's what I found out about myself is that I would work on it after work and then I'd look and, you know, oh, that was a mirrored thing. And then because I merged it with something that wasn't mirrored, it turned off the mirroring. So then I lost a whole half of whatever I was working on. And like, it, I just, it was just, you know, just a lot of work to fix stuff that shouldn't have been broken Um, it was awful. I, I was trying so hard to get it done by the date. Um, it just really, it suffered, uh, immensely. And I suffered immensely because I was, um, doing it that way. I mean, I, I should have been more, uh, cognizant of what was happening, you know, but you can only do so much sometimes. So, um... Yeah, so looking forward to next steps, next things coming out. Um, Really excited about them. So uh, thanks, guys, for listening. And uh, we will see you for the next one. Bye-bye.